0: Deutsche Welle, Learning by Ear. Listen up, shape your future.
1: I greet and welcome you warmly to Learning by Ear. Today, we are on the ninth episode of our story about Africa's physically challenged people. Last time, we left the story as Mr. Mali, Kangwa's father, reassured Olwanda of his help. He promised to mobilize his business counterparts and even journalists to join the demonstration in favor of the physically disabled people. Meanwhile, Chitoto had just discovered that Kangua and Olwanda were much more than just former schoolmates. She was obviously serious about him. This made Chitoto hate Olwanda even more. But what about Mrs. Mali? How will she react to that news? Will the rally succeed? Stay tuned to find out in today's episode entitled, Making History. We pick up the story in the morning at Oluanda's home. Oluanda, my son, it's hard to imagine seeing you doing everything by yourself now that a few months ago you were almost giving up on yourself, on me. On your dreams and ambitions.
2: I know, ma'am, but I couldn't have done it without you. Oh, talking of dreams, mm. I wanted to let you know that uh, I intend to marry Kangua.
1: Oh, my my goodness. This is so...
2: No so... tears, ma'am. <laughs> and that's not all. I have decided to go back to school whether or not we succeed with this demonstration. Oh. I want to make history and be the first engineer in Maganyi on crutches. Oh,
1: (laughs) You make me proud to be a mother. (laughs) So, have you talked to Kango about it, that you want to marry her?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yesterday. She came to see me with her dad, and after he left, I told her. Mm -hmm. Of course, we both need to finish our studies first before we get married.
1: This is just too good to be true. I'm so happy for you both. And has she told her parents about it?
2: Uh, She promised to do so this morning before she goes to school, so I bet she's actually telling them right now. Oh, my. (laughs) I'm so happy.
1: Olwanda was right on target with that guess. Kangwa had indeed just informed her parents about her intention of getting married to Olwanda. The only difference was that the news wasn't received in the same way Olwanda's mother had received it. Ha!
2: Kangwa, what are you doing? Do you want to give me a heart attack? You want to marry a lame guy who mends shoes for a living?
0: My wife, now you're overreacting. I have met the boy and he seems to be a nice person.
2: You two are ganging up on me and really want to finish me off. Well, you will not. Mom...
1: I know you don't like him, but Olwanda is the one I have chosen. I wish you would understand and accept him. When I am with him, I don't even see his disability. I only hear and see abilities in him. That is because he has bewitched you, Kangua. Can't you see all this? The boy is simply after our riches. I can't stand here and listen to any more of this. Not everyone is crazy about riches. Some people just want to make a difference in the lives of others. I have to go to school. Bye, Dad. <laughs> Kangwa left home with a heavy heart and went to school. But before she even entered her classroom, she was called by the head teacher. Anxiously, she approached Mrs Nina. Kangwa, I have been receiving calls from reporters and politicians who wanted to know more about Olwanda. It seems like this march has attracted wide attention and a lot of interest. I just wanted to let you know that I will join you tomorrow with my family. I really felt guilty after expelling Olwanda. I just hope that this will somehow make up for it. Thank you, madame. I am sure Lwanda and all the disabled people in Maganya will appreciate. Thank you. That's all. You can go to class now. Kangwa could not believe her ears. She left the head teacher's office with a big satisfied smile on her face and went to class. At Maganya's marketplace, the other disabled people led by Wema, the mother of two, was still pestering Gidi on the planned peaceful demonstration that was to take place the following day.
2: Ah, I have told you people, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. I knew it. This was just another way to trick and use us. You and Rwanda have now become rich and famous and have forgotten about our rights and the match. Wema, are you crazy? Do you think I would sit here beg for coins if I were rich and famous? Yes! No!
1: To fool us! You've probably got enough money now and you are only
2: sitting here laughing at us. Ah, no, no, Holding our slackers and
1: green branches ready for the match tomorrow. You've been bribed by the politicians.
0: No. Ha!
1: Hey, there comes Olwanda. What? With a policeman?
2: What? He has been arrested!
0: Oh! Oh no! I need
1: to get out of here!
0: Hey,
1: hello there! Hello
2: there! Wait, wait, wait! I have some good
0: news. Hey, hey, relax, relax! Hey, Wema,
2: hey! Listen, people, wait! Relax, hey, relax! That is Inspector Joe from Magani Police Station. Hello, everybody! Here's your permit for the demonstration tomorrow. We shall be there to see that law and order is maintained, though. Oh. It seems like your cries for justice have reached the highest people in power. Good luck tomorrow.
1: For a moment, Maganye Market was filled with the sounds of happy, cheering disabled people who were united, bonded and ready for the challenge that lay ahead. Cratches were lifted up in the air in jubilation, so were the blinds' walking sticks. Wheelchairs were turned in circles, bringing the market to a sudden halt. Olwanda shook hands with each of them and hugged them all. Then he went home, happier than he could ever remember being. Meanwhile, Chitoto left school for home, but on the way...
0: <sighs> Olwanda, oh, Olwanda, oh, How I hate... Ah, <gasps> I don't need that ugly kangwa anyway. I had to get another bottle of beer. Oh, there is the bar. Just, just need to cross the road.
2: Mali, you've crashed into someone. You've killed someone. I
0: didn't see him. I, I swear I didn't see him. He just appeared from Norway on the road.
2: Well, don't just stand there holding onto the car door. Do something.
0: Get me the first aid what? box from the boot, quickly. What? Hey, what? are you all right? Hello.
2: Is he alive? He smells of alcohol.
0: Yes, he is alive. He's just in shock. Thank God, I braked in time. He's just got a few scratches on his legs. A little antiseptic should be enough to treat them. We still need to take him to hospital, though, for a checkup.
2: But isn't he too young to be drinking? He could have died today.
0: Yes, but now is not the time to think about that. Now, please go back and secure the car. I don't want any more incidents.
2: But my husband, we're the only ones with a car here.
0: Just go and do as I've told you.
2: Yes, all right.
1: Ah!
0: Ow! What? Where am I? What happened? Boy, you're on earth, in Magane, on the road. And you're one lucky boy. I almost ran you over with my car. Do you feel pain anywhere? We need to get you to the hospital. You? You? Who are you? Me? Well, I... I will explain that later. How do you feel? I feel dizzy, but fine. Uh, Where am I here? Come on now, let's get you to the hostel. I'll answer all your questions. Amakangwa, get in the car.
1: As Mr. and Mrs. Mali drive off to hospital with Chitoto, we end the ninth episode of our story, Africa's Physically Challenged People. So, is Chitoto actually as fine as he and Mr. Mali think? Or is there more to the near-fatal accident? Who will show up for the demonstration and what will be the outcome? This and more awaits you in the coming final episode. If you wish to listen to this episode again or any other Learning by Ear series already aired, simply visit www.dw-world.de forward slash LBE. Don't forget to make a date with us next time. Until then... Goodbye.